Briggs. It's your old pal, the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> this is Joe Bob Briggs. This is Jeffrey Combs. Hey, this is Scotty from Anthrax. Hi, you're listening to Adrienne Barbeau. Hi, this is Doc Bradley. You're listening to Quality Time. You're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Broadcast. And you're listening to Quality Time. Quality Time Podcast. I'm saying this under duress. You better keep listening or I will tear your soul apart. I've tried. I'm here. We have a special guest, and it's motherfucking quality time again. Yo. We've had technical difficulties up the ass for about 30 minutes. We're finally started. I'm Eric Woodworth. I'm joined first uh, by my co-host, Ms. Ashley Pontius. Ashley, how are you? I'm kind of high. <laughs> Ashley is almost completely decommissioned. She's on a phone. She doesn't know what numbers are. I'm also joined by my blood, my brother, Jeremy P. Woodworth. Jeremy, how are you, sir? Um, I'm just going to listen to some Seals and Croft during the rest of the broadcast. Okay, so. we've got two hosts completely checked out. Number three, we <laughs> have a her. fucking guest <laughs> in the one, the only, Mr. Michael Quinlan. Michael, yo. welcome to the show today. Yo, How yo, are you? Yo. I'm good, and I'm off camera because it's the theme of Unseen. It is. He's going to also remain unseen. Oh, there he is. Ah, he pops his head in. Ah, there he is. Very look beautiful. at her! Look at her losing her bits out there. Ah, it's I hysterical. Like it. Ashley might have taken some herbal essences before this all started, and she has got a case of the giggles. Yeah, she washed. <laughs> she washed her hair in mushrooms. <laughs> so, so let me just be. Mm, this might I actually like, be the best time like, to bring up our idea. Yeah. Mm, I like to think at this point, I know when. I should or shouldn't do something like yeah. the time of like how much time does it take to do something? So I took my tea before I go on a walk around my neighborhood. I'm like, this is going to be great. I'm going to love it. It's going to be so much fun. I'm going to really get something out of this. <laughs> I don't feel anything. And I'm like, boo. <laughs> and I go, I can drive down the street to go. Get some ice cream and a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, it, and then, did the world become gummy bears at that point, or? <laughs> so after I, I make my order, I was smart enough to bring sunglasses in case it kicked in, <laughs> so nobody could make eye contact with me. Nice. <laughs> while I'm sitting waiting for my food. I'm like, oh no, what's happening? What, oh my god, the, Jeremy, what, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and now Jeremy has put on a mask that uh, has Wait, a. Di- I love when Jeremy. 
My favorite part of Jeremy is that he loves doing visual gags only to us on our on our audio platform. But, I really thought the best part about Jeremy. Oh, don't feel, sound like a dick today. <laughs> so Jeremy is now wearing a mask that has a penis for a nose. So no, nobody can see this. Like no, no, we're not. We don't do a live feed, but I can see. We can see him yeah, obviously. Yeah, a- imagine, imagine a man who just has a full cock as a nose and the teeth of a Dundalk ten. Um, yeah. It's just. Uh, it's rough um but no it's good to be here again um ashley is actually performing at michael quinlan's show this upcoming saturday if you're listening this week you can come out to the auto bar the second saturday shit show which is free to attenders that are covered these days what the fuck is wrong with you i've been saying it for years originally it was was it was originally free uh uh, we moved the uh paradigm where we shifted to paradigm i like that when uh covid had to happen because i needed to it was i needed to find a way we to. We needed money. Yeah, because I couldn't, the bar percentage wasn't kind of there, blah, 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 blah. Well, but. yeah, well, fuck them then. And then no. come and pay to see the second Saturday shit show because it's worth Dude, it. you know what's funny? It is, and I'm very proud of it, and I'm extremely happy. I don't mean to just suck this part up for the, the promotion, but Ashley is fucking starting to kick ass really great as a, as a headliner. I wouldn't even say starting. I'd say yeah. she's been there, and yeah. now much like Christopher Columbus, we've quote-unquote discovered. Absolutely. Um, that, actually, actually, you know what? That's a really great way to, I take that back, Eric, that was wonderful. Yep. And, um, but dude, think about it. We have, we've had the, some of the heavy hitters up there. That is uh, true. What, uh, what's it called? Um, Stavros Haukis, who's just sold out, f- yeah. I think, six shows in Baltimore. He's That's 12,000 tickets, dude. He's a big deal. He's dude. been there. I mean, Frankie French, she uh, had her first headlining mm-hmm. spot ever there. I mean, you, you got you, you got Bussy. Bussy's coming. You Bussy's coming in the summer. Um, Bussy always is coming, but particularly yeah. at the Auto Bar this summer. Yes, so it is. we're excited yep. for that. The world famous Auto Bar. Yeah, and it is cool. It's a nice credit to say that you've played the Auto Bar. I mean, it's a world famous rock and roll bar that you have uh, made your way. And I thought the Auto Bar was closing, and now it's back open, and now it's, it's fine. Dude. Is it under new ownership now? Or uh, did the guy just say he's like fucking? I'm keeping it open. Tekla owns it now. Tekla, okay. uh, so it's run by a woman. It's owned, okay. it's owned by Ugh. it's owned by a woman. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Tekla's magnificent. She's got a great team. Um, un, un, unregistered nurse does a lot of the booking for the music. They just had snail mail there for a five day or five night residency, which was gigantic. Oh well, that's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. So all that's uh, coming again. And then this weekend, we have the great Ashley Pontius, who we know is a Stone Cold killer. I know this for a fact, because last night, got to watch her maybe at full power perform in front of her parents who were front row. We're going to get to that story in a second. Lovely. Michael, what are some of the other acts that will be performing on the second Saturday shit show this upcoming sure. Saturday, the 11th? We got Luke Dolan's in the house. He's a young, young up-and-comer man. He's a, he's a really nice kid, too. Tom Nutty out of the Church of Satire. Fuck Tom Nutty. It's exactly that is Tom Nutty's saying. Yep, mm-hmm. fuck Tom Nutty, uh, Church of Satire. Matt Hurley, there you go. That kid is... Here's the deal. What Matt's doing down at the port in Fells is... I hate the game changing because it's such mm-hmm. a cliche, but do what the energy that that comedy has, his comedy in that room is brought down to Fells is magnificent. That's man. good. Mm-hmm. I haven't been at the port yet, oh, but dude, I have a date guys, coming. I got a date coming up, a dude. Sunday afternoon date. Oh, coming. who's who is that with? Um, that dude asked me to. That gentleman got me. Yeah. Uh, he ran into me at um, Zissimo's on Friday. I did uh, Zissimo's Friday night. Jim Meyer headlined. 
Shout outs, Jim Meyer, former I, the guy whose spot I took on Laugh Finder, and he's never getting the fuck back. Okay, all right. Tom Kennedy's I love, brother. I do. I do love Tom. I, do, I love both Tom and Jim Myers. Yeah. No. And then uh, Hannah Alden Jeffrey is, uh, and she's a magnificent. Talent. I love. I love her. She. I think she. Like. Think she just did a show last night at Big. So and she. <laughs> she. She works really hard. She works a lot, just like Ashley does. It's fucking pumped for this show. Hell yeah. I, I love. Ashley, you're breaking up just a hair. Give it. Give yourself a little buffer time here, and let's try to reengage. Let's see here. So Ash- of the Kim Callahan, Jim Meyer, Eric Woodworth of Quality Time. That is true. You are the you are the other replacement. We had a little technical difficulty. Was that, was that how, was it, how that's how Life Finder started? Kim Ambrose, Kim Callahan. Oh, well, uh, no, no, that's how Quality Time started. Oh, Kim, time, Kim uh, Ambrose, uh, who became Callahan. Yeah, gotta say um, that. We, we we hung out here. We actually had the Kimbot for a while, which was a lifelike robot that kind of looked like Conky from Pee Wee's Playhouse that I built in her effigy um, that I only. <laughs> I only had sex with once. So, look, here you are we are. So We're evil. back again. Um, Ashley, um, if you're back now, I think I think I had a little internet connection difficulty here. I'm excited um, to tell people about your show last night because we were at the Rough Edges Brewing. Nice. They're um, good people. They are really good people. I enjoyed it the hell out of it. All of Laugh Finder was up there. We had I saw the picture. Dorian, uh, aka Violet, was uh, was in attendance. Even Ben Hancock came out. But did he? Yeah, yeah. Ben Ben just came out to Yo, support. And it was really out. it was really yes. good to see old Ben Hancock. Now we were name. we were there. Um, Ashley, that's her hometown is Waynesboro, PA. Yeah. So she's got a good contingency yep. of uh, of fans that are there to see her. Her mom and dad are front row though, and. I don't know. So and Ashley, she 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 doesn't give a fuck. She's going. You know what? I'm doing the same goddamn material I do for anybody else. I don't oh, care no. if Papa is in the front did row. You, you did that. She did the exact same set that she's going to do in front of anybody. What there's did, no did, no, Eric, there's no punches that were going to be pulled at all. Eric, may I ask a question? Yeah. Were you paying attention to the facial expressions of her parents? I'm funny. Funny you ask that. We're going to get to that. <laughs> there was there was a part. <laughs> so I sent this video to Ashley. Um, I took a little bit of video and a little bit of this, and I always send it to uh, to the comic generally because I'd rather them post it than me post something that they didn't want. Yes. Um, but I sent her this one video of her going. She's like, "I'm a disappointment. He put all of us through college, and none of us made it through." And I zoomed in on her dad's face real quick, and he was just like, "I mean, that's just accurate." This was it was like a face like, I mean, that's exactly how it happened. That is fa- that is factual. Yeah, is- yeah. I pointed I pointed out to my dad so I was like, "How does it make you feel to know that you paid for three of your daughters, all three of your daughters, to go to college, and not a single one of us could make it through? But now you get to pay to watch me tell pussy jokes." <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. that's lovely. I'll tell you what, there's a comic, I'm not going to name her, but she did, Was she was on a show with you, uh-huh. um, and she was talking, uh, with, she was on a show with Ashley of, of mine down at um, Megan Graves, mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. she, her parents were there too, and when she was talking, she, Megan, Megan left it all on the table, she didn't hide anything, she fucking bumps and all, put it out there. Yeah. Pun, pun intended um, and her fucking dad I because I, I was watching her dad's face the entire time and the dude he looked like he was a broken man 
He looked broken. I don't know. <laughs> Jeremy, please stop uh, Jeremy that. is trying to distract us again. Jeremy, what are you showing us right now? I'm kidding. It was great. Megan was magnificent. She's awesome. Is this a picture of Spider-Man fighting a Dalek uh, right there? Is that The Daleks versus Spider-Man, the new, the new Spider-Verse. Uh, that's very... Thank you, Jeremy. That was, that was important Ashley. to the conversation we were having. And thank a- you so much. Ashley's trying to eat her fist. Um, speaking of no. eating things, uh, Ashley, do you want to tell people what you did last night on stage? Oh God damn it! Now, no. now to be fair, I Did don't know what fart? was. I don't know what feral energy had slipped into Ashley last night, but she she got she's wearing her new battle vest, which she got for Christmas, and uh, it's all decked out. And she has a bravado that I would put on par with the Sam Kinison and or a Andrew Dice Clay. Really, really fucking <laughs> commanding. Not only that, but she's doing everything, but like taking a like, oh, like that. Like she's fucking. <laughs> Owning this f- basically four foot by six foot stage wow. as hard as you can. And she goes on a little riff and tell us about your little riff you had there and what it did to you physically. Uh oh. <laughs> so I cornered a very unattractive but single man in the audience and I made him think I would like, you know be into fellatio with him because that's my favorite thing as a woman convincing men that they stand a chance and I'm like sure and so I I pretend to like I'm gonna suck his dick and I stick the microphone into my mouth and as I start to get it past my my teeth I can hear it clink and I realize that like I've gone too far with the mic (laughs) I start to get it stuck in my teeth. No. I watched Ashley unhinge her jaw like a python about to swallow no. a goat. <laughs> Does she, anybody have a photo was, of this? There was a moment where I saw like her eyes open up like, oh shit, I think I fucked up. <laughs> where oh, she had to, where you just heard this little bit of like like metal grinding on tooth like <laughs> as it came back out. <laughs> it sounded it sounded like the brakes that I, I keep believing are fine on my car. <laughs> Were you just trying to kill your father? Was that it? He's like, you know what? I just like, let's put him out. He's he's a little slower than normal. Let's just put him down. Michael, why would I kill my father when I've been trying to kill myself for years? (laughs) Uh, Hey, I I get you. I hear you there. Hey, hey, if we're talking about attempts, I'll take uh, it's it's the Mike Quinlan and Ashley Pontius showdown. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's funny. I'm at a point where I finally realize that I'm not going to kill myself. This is it, right? No, but it's 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 in and of itself though. There's a sadness there that I've taken that off the table. Like I've, <laughs> I've taken, and here's the thing: <laughs> it's the truth though. Like I'm, I, it would break my mom's heart. I couldn't yeah, do yeah. it, right? I could not do that to her. Uh-huh. You know, uh, that is fine. But also, Mike, you're at an age where you're like, you can wait it out. Oh yeah, dude. This you is. I mean, I mean, chances not, are good. I might. I you, might not even. I, Mike, dude, what I, are you cutting short? Yeah. <laughs> Right, I, I've lived long enough, dude. I've lived long enough. Now that I'm on a fixed income. Oh, uh, do you know it was funny? What did what did my um? I told my kids to watch out for Mike when he showed up here. What did my daughter greet you with again? She's like, uh, I'm just going to assume you're one of my father's friends and not some creepy guy walking up to our house. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> that was great. Jane's wonderful. She's got she's got the uh, the Woodworth wit. Um, yeah. Now, Jeremy, uh, I know you've been a busy bee this week uh, in healing and getting better. Do we have any updates on your health and general wellness at this point? You look good, dude. You really do. You look do. Good. You look like you're improving. I look at your skin and I see minimal markage on your face and stuff. Is mm. are things starting to turn the corner a little bit? I try to get a little bit of sun during the week. Um, uh, I try to I try to speak like a normal person versus just nonsensical uh, madness that I unleash upon the uh, internet. Um, <laughs> I will say you're improving. Your speech has been improving uh, week to week. Like last night, I had a, a good 45 minute conversation with you on my way home from the Queensboro PA, where I pretty much understood almost everything you said, except for a few things. And, and I just wrote that off as regular Jeremy insanity. Can I can I can I talk, talk something very very important for yeah, this? this I, would, time? I do need that. I need importance. Uh, we just we we lost uh, the other. Barnes and Barnes over the weekend. Ah, uh, yes, there was a death. Jeremy's favorite band, Barnes and Barnes. Are you familiar with Barnes and Barnes, Michael Quinlan? No, are they Amish? Um, no, they are not Amish, uh, but they not are... not Barnes and Noble. They're not Barnes and Noble. They're In fact, they're scoundrels in and of themselves. While I'm pulling them up, uh, I'll, I'll play a little bit of Barnes and Barnes as soon as I can get it up. But, Jeremy, tell us how so, this has affected you. <laughs> So ten uh, ten years ago, when I still uh, lived before my my went by, when I went back with my parents, gosh, I sound like fucking stuttering John now. Oh my gosh! No, you're not that good. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I got I got I got something from eBay back in the day, and this is what's his name, uh, Robert Robert Hamer. Robert Hamer. Okay. He sent me an, an, an envelope. And this the is one of the members part, of part of Barnes and Mar is actually Billy Moomy is the the little the little evil Twilight Zone kid who had the uh, the special powers, which they also made a, a send up on the Simpsons. And he, he was also the little the little kid that uh, was almost molested by the guy on uh, Lost in Space all the time. So. <laughs> This has but, been this has got, been really which, so. What Jeremy's saying is that he got in with the band Barnes and Barnes over and the last couple they, of but years. But how did your kid get molested? Um, you know, everybody. The, the, the guy who's like, oh, Will, look out, here's, here's aliens. Oh, uh, yeah. So, oh, like the Don Knotts character of that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I remember that. So this is a little bit of Barnes and Barnes. Um, these were this was a, an original Doctor Demento hit from back in the day. Here we go. And if you're watching the video right now, that's actually the great Bill Paxton who's uh, in the video right here. Really? Yeah. In the morning, laughing happy fish heads. In the evening, floating in the soup. Fish heads. There you go. There's Fish Heads by Barnes oh, & Barnes. Man, hey, 18,000 likes. Unbelievable. Is, there you go. This is what I got from, from Hamer um, in the mail. For, Actual lyric sheets. Oh, you got lyric sheets from Barnes & Barnes. So, wow. It's I mean, uh, pizza, pizza Face. 
Damn. And for those of you listening and you don't know who Barnes and Barnes is, congratulations. You've had sex with uh, the opposite sex. That's really good for you. I'm proud of everyone <laughs> no, just who's had, listening yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, that's wonderful. That's really good. Um, I feel like a Dalek. Yeah, you are. You are a Dalek. You're a fucking special Exterminate. boy. <laughs> so uh, I'm excited. I would, be, I would be killed by anybody from Philly now. Kill somebody from Baltimore if only Philly will kill me now. Okay, so. that was that was the thing. I deserve to die. So. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I said that on stage I, the other night, and uh, I I yeah, never mind. Just go. <laughs> Ashley's losing her mind in the in the upper right and left hand corner, and it's distracting. That is true. It's, it's I'm wh- laughing because yeah. like I thought I was the weirdest person lately on this podcast. No. I don't know what the Are you serious? <laughs> no. Here's the best Ashley, part. You're actually the levity, believe it or not. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, Jeremy's in a Terry Cloth robe, and I saw his nipple like four minutes ago. Oh yeah. shit! Damn it! <laughs> don't ever, don't ever cover it up. You I feel piece like Rodney Dangerfield now. You are, except if you go back to school, they ask you to promptly leave because you're not allowed to be within 900 foot of one. Oh, but um, bump. <laughs> hey. yeah, dude. So, what's are we going to talk about this movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into today's movie. It's one actually I picked, uh, and I'm excited to bring it to you this evening. Um, we're going over 1980s The Unseen, yep. um, which now has been seen by everyone here. Yep. And uh, oddly enough, directed by the uh, by uh, Danny Steinman, who would actually go on to direct what many consider to be the worst Friday the 13th movie of all time, Friday the 13th 5, A New Beginning. Really? So uh, this was his, his big start. Uh, I will say that this movie does have um, the their first two acts. It's a rough watch. You have to kind of slog through. Mm-hmm. The only saving grace is uh, the great Sidney Lassick, uh, probably famously known for Last Flew Over the uh, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yep. He's plays the uh, the main uh, uh, antagonist Ernest Keller, and they just give him a full send. They were like, you know what? Do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, I was surprised to see him actually. Yeah, and he they just they let him just have free reign. They were like, you know what? However you imagine, this guy will talk. That's how we'll do it. And uh, I did enjoy the fuck out of that. Um, but without spoiling what the unseen is, I'm just going to take you through the movie a little bit here. Um, first, it opens up and we get to meet Jennifer uh, and her washed-up boyfriend athlete, uh, Tony, who, oddly enough, uh, Tony, her boyfriend, uh, the original role for him was actually... It was actually... Um, uh, slated to be, uh, I can't remember his name. The guy who played Apollo Creed, um, Dick Gregory. No, not Dick Gregory. I appreciate that though. It is. Why can't I remember his name? Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. There we go. I knew. I uh, tell you what. I I, I knew it wasn't Dick Gregory. I know. I it just begun. But it makes happy it, with Gilmore. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. There I you like go. I like what a loser he is because all he does is sit at home and work out and look at his old trophies and stuff like this on the wall like man i can't wait till my knee heals up and she's like your knee's never gonna heal up literally a doctor said you're you're lucky yeah, to walk. You're, you're, bone, you're bone on bone dude yeah. i mean what are you thinking yeah thinking you alligator could- bite my hand 
She goes, he goes, I will be the last cornerback in the NFL. You'll see. And yep. uh, you'll see that he... Mr. Ernie Rowland. <laughs> you will see eventually that his uh, knee is bullshit. And he won't be able to do much well, of anything. Am I the only one, though, who didn't enjoy the beginning of the of the movie because his workout noises were too sexual. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck yeah. You know, I didn't, I didn't interpret it that way. That's interesting. So, so uh, have you, are you, wait, is Mike telling me he's never had a sweaty man on top of him moving like 250? No, I, I tell you what, I, I, I wrestled once. I wrestled once in high school. Oh yeah. With yeah. sobriety. Oh, okay. <laughs> I lose that. I lose that battle all the time. I, I lost it last night. Actually, I can tell you that. Me too. Good. What about Emilio Estevez in uh, Breakfast Club? He's a, he's a wrestler. He, he, he is was. a wrestler. Indeed, he is indeed that a wrestler. Was, yes, he was. So uh, Jennifer, our main character here, uh, played by Barbara Bach, uh, she has to go. I, I love the premise of this movie. She has to cover like this weird Oktoberfest that's happening in California that's so ridiculously packed with people that she can't find. It's impossible to find any parking or a place to stay in town. They have to go not just like on the outskirts of like the town. They have to go to the outskirts of that 20 miles away. Yeah. And she goes to go knock on the door of the most derelict building in the city. Like, she's yep. like, oh, where can we stay? How about the haunted now thing that clearly doesn't say a hotel that is now a, a museum? Which, which can I point out, though, about this museum? That it says it's only open every day from... From 1 to 4 p.m. Yeah, they got four hours. If you want to cut, you show up at 10 o'clock, go get fucked. You can't learn any history today about our sweet town. It's a three-hour day. It's a three-hour tour. He knows what he wants to do. But that listen, our guy who we're about to meet, uh, Sidney Lasik, who's playing Ernest, we're about to meet him in just a second here. He knows he's a man that knows what he wants. He's a retired gentleman. He's not going to do any extra work anymore. This is all he needs to to do. So he set up the life that he wants. He's most likely likely a volunteer. Yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) here's a little clip of uh, the first time we get to meet Ernest here. Uh, And uh, he's a bit of a, a... and we get to hear Jennifer speaking with Ernest for the first time. Good morning. Can I help you? I hope so. Would like a room for the night? <laughs> I'm sorry, miss, but this place hasn't been used as a hotel for a long, long time. <laughs> no, you see, it's, uh, it's a museum now. Not a hotel. It's a museum. Sure it is. A museum. That's what I said all along. We're kind of in a jam. I'm up here from L.A. to do a story on Solvang. One of my girls isn't feeling too well. It's too bad. Listen, uh, why don't you come on in? I'll, I'll call around and see what I can do. So, uh, obviously, he looks like a fucking creeper. This doesn't look like a safe situation. We didn't get to mention Karen, her friend, who literally just uses sarcasm in the worst ways. Like, she tries to be sarcastic, but she just sounds like a a fucking cunt every time she talks. Been there. (laughs) (laughs) So been there. She's like, she's like, you can tell she's like, this is going to be funny. Of course I did. <laughs> I'm like, and hate, she just sounds fucking horrible. I hate that person. God, she's the worst. Yep. Uh, Ashley, did you like Karen? Um, 
I mean, I like making fun of her because, yeah, I, I hate people like that. I Look, if you're going to be mean, just be mean. It doesn't even need to be funny. Yeah, she leaves like an ambigu- ambiguity to it that just makes her sound like she doesn't even know how sarcasm works. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't yeah. get it. A good name for her is probably Karen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy. So, uh, we, uh... So we have a friend, Karen, uh, who's the photographer, uh, the videographer there, as well as Vicky, who's just sick. She's a sick producer. Um, luckily, uh, they call ahead to um, they basically Ernest says that, you know what, you could stay at our place. So he calls ahead to Sweet Virginia. Uh, and here's a little Don't of that. concern yourself with that, Virginia. Just get the room ready. Oh, man. Little chills. <laughs> You're not listening to me. If you continue to refuse to listen to me, I will become very cross with you. <laughs> I don't suppose you would want that to happen now. But- Just get the room ready, Virginia. Do I you- got my friends coming over. You always ruin it when I find new friends. <laughs> so, you know, it's funny. I didn't realize that that was him from the One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, I would have liked it better if they had dressed him as the character and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and just didn't explain why. Just left it. Just left just him left there, it. dude. Full sended it. Um, can I can I just say, though, that I think, sorry, I think this would have been a scarier movie had they said, like, oh, go get the room ready. And then they come in and there's just bottled water and liquor, but no mixers. And then it turns out it's a green room. (laughs) Welcome to the green room. That's horrific. So, uh. He, uh, I do like this. Then, so they drive even further away from where their job is. It would seems like another twenty minutes from there. So now they make they have an hour commute. Like I feel like they could have stayed in L.A. and just driven there. Instead, they've maybe saved themselves a total of like ten minutes total yeah, by staying f- at this guy's house. But anyway, I digress. Um, I have a little cut here of. Uh, <laughs> of Sidney Lasik as artist calling for his sweet wife, Virginia. Thank you. Make yourself at home. I'm sure you'll like it here. It'll be very comfortable here, for sure. Virginia! Virginia! Our guests are here. Virginia! 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 Virginia, where are you? Virginia! Would you excuse me for a moment? I guess I'll have to go see what's... Virginia! There you are. Wow. These are the young ladies I was By telling you about. By the way, this about. is the real home life between uh, my brother and my sister, uh, Amy. Yeah, Amy? Amelia! Hey, Amy. Amelia! Are you here, Amelia? Amelia! Yeah, so I did the super cut of... Uh, Dude, you know what would be great if he's like, I can't remember my lines. Yeah, <laughs> what are my lines again? You have to say Virginia nine times. <laughs> Dude, what if Bob... I would, the whole thing I'm thinking about, man, it would be great if Bob John Denver came in, started singing West Virginia. <laughs> we Well, listen, this is just regular Virginia. I know. But I, no, here's the deal with that song. They're not really talking about West mm-hmm. Virginia with the capital W. He's talking about West Virginia. 
of Virginia. You didn't oh, know that, did you? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. But I just blew Ashley's mind. Look, her fucking face is all stuck. I do know that uh, the song <laughs> was written in in the state of Maryland, where he he was in the Appalachian. I refuse to accept Maryland. that. I refuse yeah. to accept that fact. Well, you don't have to accept it because it's talk, true. I'm going to tell Q about what you just said. Q, oh no, <laughs> Jeremy, I see you I, have your hand I, raised. I, I'm sorry. Go my, ahead. My favorite uh, part of a Virginia song is the East Virginia song. East Virginia, we. Fucking hate you. You're not making the song. Also, Roanoke, where we just uh, just uh, went went off the map in the 1600s. Roanoke, <laughs> you disappeared now. Maybe it was demons, a bunch of crazy Indians. Oh, you're going to get canceled for that. For calling them Indians? Well, crazy. I mean, you can't say the C word anymore. They were the Kansas City Chiefs? So, I, I am not at all. Uh, I'm not any. This isn't even Mike Quinlan anymore. He's gone. He is not. <laughs> dude, come on, man. We're not trying to get canceled. You got bussy we, coming up. We dude. want. Listen, they can't cancel if we never were. <laughs> uh, wow. Right. On our show, Schmike Mingle, our best guest host. So uh, they get settled in. Uh, Ashley, you're on mute. That's my fault the whole time. Gee, yeah. I couldn't figure out why no one was acknowledging my existence. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to say, sorry, real quick, Mike, what you need to understand is Eric has figured out that your podcasts need to be like your meme Facebook profiles, where you just need to keep making a bunch of them so when you get in trouble with one of them, you can go to the next one. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll tell you what. The efficacy in that statement checks out. I think that's good. Jeremy, what does Cheswick no mean? I don't. I don't follow. Clip from uh, from uh, Run Through the Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, Charlie okay. Cheswick. It's Charlie Cheswick. Yeah, oh. I'm not, I'm not going to do all that. So um, <laughs> this is. I have I have enough right here. We're good. People know who one flew over the cuckoo's nest is, and if not, go look at do yourself. I'm not doing uh, all the work for these fucking listeners. I've, okay? probably, I've probably seen that movie about twenty five times. It is good. It's, it's a good d- film. Yeah. I don't, oh, you my, know my, what, my, my my cigarette was not ratchet. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> so uh, Virginia though. Uh, so uh, they leave Vicky behind, and Ernest uses the opportunity to go take a little quick look at uh, the tits of uh, sweet Vicky, who decides to go take a bath in there, kind of peeps through the keyhole, and uh, he gets caught, and he's like, I-, I was just leaving some towels in here, <laughs> and he uh, makes his way out. Um, but uh, as he leaves, um, Virginia is a little bit worried about the situation here, and here's a clip of Virginia being worried uh, to Ernest. I don't like it. Those girls here. You're not suggesting that I don't know what I'm doing now. Are you? No. No. It's just that... uh... It's just that what? (laughs) Virginia. It's my job to worry. Don't you worry about a thing, sweet Virginia. I'm sorry I slapped you for just having a mere slight doubt in me. 
Hey, Eric, did you did you happen to look up what the rest of his uh, filmography is, like what other um, things he's done? I can look it up very quickly by just clicking on that right there. And we have lost Jeremy Woodworth. Um, wow, look we'll at no, dude, look at that very weird trailer start. That know? is that a is a man. Ba- well, dude, is that guy doing stand up comedy? He's bent over a stool. Um, his 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 top movies uh, are not the unseen, but he's known for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Carrie, because he plays Mr. Fromm, which I think is... A, oh, a, that's right. And uh, the movie Freeway, which, man, I haven't seen Freeway in a long time. Have you ever seen Freeway with uh, um, uh, Kiefer Sutherland? And, um, yep. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. And then uh, Deep Cover. Wow. Now, Deep Cover. Here's the, this, so do you think that four or five films, you can you can exist in L.A. and buy a house and live there? And all, uh, can you make a career out of that? Uh, no, he... <laughs> Did dinner theater and had to suck multiple cocks, I'm sure, to live in L.A. Oh, that's nice. I, oh, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed it. You know, you're going to have a hobby. you got to have multiple income streams. You <laughs> income do, you, streams. You do need to diversify. <laughs> um, that's that's, the, uh, that's the, the stuff right there. So, um, but after he, uh, Ernest leaves shortly after that, and uh, Virginia is out slaughtering chickens in the chicken coop to feed whatever's in the basement, um... <laughs> Something unseen pulls Vicky through the grate in the most vicious grate cl- uh, killing scene you'll ever hear. Yeah, she literally like gets just sucked into a grate, and a grate just falls on her head, and that's what kills her. Yep. It's kind of not gory. It's not that scary, um, and it's actually very hubris to me. Um, but right after that, right after that. We get to see how fucking lit this goddamn polka fest that's happening is mm-hmm. and that she's reporting from. Here we go. Let's get a little on-the-scene reporting news. The people you see behind me are some of the 2,000 residents of Solvang, direct descendants of a group of educators who founded this Danish community in 1911. Somehow, miraculously, the town has retained its ethnic authenticity Right in the middle of our Southern California sunshine. I love, I love the idea of the ethnic authenticity. Yeah. Uh, there's not a black person to be found in this fucking that's place a, at all. That's a really weird word or yes. phrase. <laughs> An ethnic authenticity in California of people wearing wooden shoes and not not a black person to be found. Uh, I love this little scene. You do also see the ex-boyfriend who's in the crowd, and he's like, "Hey, it's me. Remember." Remember me, your ex-boyfriend who's trying to reconnect with our lives and figure out our relationship and stuff like that? Uh, I came to this fucking lit-ass party right there. Um, what do you think would happen at a weird Dutch thing? You're from Pennsylvania. You've I had am. to run into these things before, Michael. I hate the Dutch. <laughs> Can't stand them. No, you know, that's what that's the, um, what's it called? What's the Mike Myers movie where he's got the problem where uh, it doesn't Michael Myers, not Michael Myers. It's a, who's Mike the, Myers. Mike Myers. Mm-hmm. When it, when he meets his dad and he's like, I hate people. I hate people who have no freaky dicky Dutch. And, he, and, and I have intolerance for no for people and the Dutch. That yeah, was, Austin Powers. Yes. Is it gold? Pretty yeah. sure it's 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 gold member. Yeah. Yeah. No, the Dutch are great. Gold, I member, love the Dutch. gold member. I've been to Amsterdam a few times. Sorry, I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. I, I do. I can't believe he's dead. Who, Mike Myers? Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, the last movie I think killed him off. 
I think it was. I think that's how it works. Mike Myers. Dude, in... that's the first. Halloween Two is the first scary movie I ever saw in a movie theater. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. That was my. I was with my sisters. My my sister's three years older than me, and I, they took me like as a little brother type thing. Scared to live in daylight out of me. Okay. Ashley, mushroom check. How are we feeling right yeah. now? Are they fully kicked in? I'm looking at your eyes. They she are the size like, of silver dollars. She looks. She looks. <laughs> you have. You look like. Yeah. Do you know? You remember the X Files when the black stuff gets into you and it turns your eye completely black? That's about how wide your pupil is right yeah. now. <laughs> I have to work tonight. <laughs> nice, nice. So, Ashley, do me a favor. Eric and I were talking. If you, can you go in character tonight as ju- at your job as just Sam Kinison? Yeah, can you can get you a? Do? Can is it possible to get a full trench coat and a beret between now and work time? <laughs> what do you mean? No, get it? I, I don't think I'm there to shoot it up. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't walk up. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, would, maybe we'll save it for another day. Man, that woman makes tragic fashion mistakes. Yeah. Oh no, she's here to kill everybody. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Uh, okay, now Jeremy and Ashley oh. are both on telephones now. They've been co- disconnected from the computer world. Yeah, that's not your best angle, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might want to shoot that from a... <laughs> I feel like this is the angle of like like Jeremy's dick every time he's about to jerk off. This is what he it sees. Oh, <laughs> They're like, no, all right. I, I, we stop go. it. <laughs> Don't touch me again, Jeremy. <laughs> Hey, what's up, Jerry Bear? Uh, I think my computer went to shit. Yeah, I think it did as well, brother. I think it did as well. But don't worry. We're going to sally forth with the podcast as is. So uh, she meets up with her uh, ex-boyfriend, Tony, who then uh, basically is trying to rekindle the flame, which forces Karen to go back by herself to the house. Um, Yeah. She heads back there, and Ernest is busy having a hallucination uh, about uh, about his uh, father, who's no longer with us at this point. So uh, here's a here's a big turn in the movie where we get a lot of information from a flashback that isn't a flashback that's done as shitty as possible by just a voice in a room. Yep. And here we go. Couldn't stand it. Ernest, my boy. Glad to see you. Let me look at you. What a fine specimen you are. I bet you have all the girls chasing you. Why don't you sit down, make yourself comfortable? I want to have a good old-fashioned father-son talk with you. Well, I guess you're kind of curious why I had you come see me. Virginia came down this morning, brought me my lunch. She started to cry, couldn't stop crying. I figured she must be hiding something, but she wouldn't tell me what it was. So I had to beat it out of her. (laughs) Seems she got herself with child. Didn't think she knew about such things. The big question is, who would do such a thing to that poor dumb child? I figured it had to be some real low-life piece of scum. You know the first person I thought of, son? You. Oh, <laughs> man. I love the setup. It was just like, you know who I thought of when I said, who would have fucked my child? I thought my son probably would have. <laughs> and so you, stri- you strike out a T-ball once, and this is what you get, dude. <laughs> You know, yeah. you, you never, Dad. You never believed me. Oh God! 
ever. This is awful. And as bad as incest for breakfast is, like, don't get me wrong. Um, why is the villain from Inspector Gadget the dad? <laughs> yes. I'll get you next time, son, for having sex with your own sister. Ironic- ironically, <laughs> Ashley, incest for breakfast is playing downstairs at the auto bar the night that you're there on, yeah. on, on March 11th. Oh, really? I thought it was oops, only incest. Also, my favorite uh, Super Tramp album. So Yes, yes. So, so we have a little bit more... Let's finish off this conversation between his father that he's hallucinating with. He's staring at something that we can't see right now. Let's listen to the rest of this. Did it feel good taking your own sister? <laughs> Seems to me we've got to send sister away somewhere. Because it's her that fault. that problem taken care of. Yep. But what are we going to do about you? Priesthood. Your daddy's got the answer. Yeah. Have you ever heard of a Catholic fucking Get up seminary? Off that chair. Have you heard about the Boy Scout troops of America? Yeah. <laughs> Just, so he he then uh, ushers. Optimus Prime must be destroyed. Optimus Prime and the Autobots will die. So he eventually tells his uh, uh, hears his father say, "Get up! We're going to cut that thing off." And so much so that he says this. I said, pull down your pants. So, <laughs> it sounds like me every time I go to hook up. <laughs> I said, pull them down now. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't expect to get erect during this movie. <laughs> this, during this movie. I did not expect that at all. Sorry, Ashley. <laughs> Gross. So, Sorry. So- Sorry, Jeremy. So uh, he ends up, uh, uh, they finally show what uh, Ernest is looking at during this whole time. And it's the corpse of his father with a knife stuck in his neck. So he killed his dad. Dude, you uh, know what would have been great, dude, is if they had merged this with Ernest Goes to Camp. (laughs) 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 Was this the earliest uh, Kevin Spacey movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, what the there. fuck was that, Jeremy? <laughs> well, he, Kevin Spacey, I, I guess he likes to fuck uh, young young boys. Dude, so, he's still living you know. in Baltimore. He's still living in Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, he lives on uh, on like the outside, like on Pasadena in Pasadena. I nah, think. he's got I think like he, a little mansion, doesn't he? He lives at the Ritz, right, right oh, okay. in the Inner Harbor. Oh, okay. Do you think? Do you think he would? I think he does. Do you think we could get him to be in Baby Eater? You know, now that he's fallen off. Like, is a camp. Here's the deal. This is what I think we could try to get done. We could stand on Federal Hill with a bullhorn yeah. and just solicit him from there. Yeah, like, do you think I could doll myself up to look like I'm 17 years old and Absolutely. then be like, check out this bussy? I got an well, acting role I'm looking, for you. I'm looking for a bigger celebrity like Mickey Cuchella. Oh, Mickey Cuchella. Shot, shots fired, Jeremy. What is if your. You, if you think about it, though. Whenever Kevin Spacey tries to perform fellatio on an underage boy, he is making his own baby eater. <laughs> oh, that's just horrific. That is that's soul destroying right there. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. So, um 
we uh, we get to see that he's now killed his father. Uh, obviously, he's completely insane. And uh, Karen then makes her way back home early um, to uh, only be a fucking not see her find her dead friend whose head is just clearly sticking out of a grate in the floor. Unbelievable. And uh, she dies also by, via grate because this is the type of movie. It has the best grate kills you'll ever see. Dude, you know it would have been great um, if she was covered in Parmesan cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it finally ended, smothered in Parmesan. What a great way to die. I think she ends up tipping some grapes over, like, oh, they're over by this vent, and then her scarf gets cut, like, caught in the vent, and then she gets her head yanked down into it multiple times, and Virginia just goes, oh, no. Dude, you know what I would have liked what I wanted to see? Like a digit or something come through the grate, so you got a little bit of an just extra. Just a little cause, tiny bit. Yeah, because yeah, you're begging for it in this movie. Yeah, because yeah. you you still don't really know what is what's killing these things. Nah. Is, is it is it sweet? Is it their sweet illegitimate fuck child that uh, they yeah. made all these years ago, yeah. or is it somebody else? Can I just point out though that I will say that was a scary part with her dying with like the scarf choking her because mm-hmm. I've had the same thing when I've eaten a mozzarella stick and the cheese gets wrapped around my uvula. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't, ex- didn't expect, didn't see that coming. Did, did not, not see that did coming. Did not see that one coming. So, uh, Karen, Karen gets fucking slammed, and uh, Ernest comes home uh, in, in, to, to, to greet a very shocked Virginia. Um, here we are. Will you answer me? Wow. Virginia? What? You put a little stank what? on that. Mm-hmm. What? What? The girls, Virginia. Where are they? What? What's happened? Where are they? Virginia's always freaking out, man. I just want to know where I left Pussy here three hours ago. Virginia, have they? Are they all gone? Is it all gone, Virginia? What is happening? Um, but quickly he finds out that they're they're all murdered. And uh, he says, you know what? We just got to tie up some loose ends. We're going to make these bitches disappear. But one of them seems to be missing. One of our guests seems to be unaccounted for. No doubt she will return shortly. So we must not tarry any longer. We must leave no loose ends. We must be prepared she is our only obstacle. No. No. That assuredly is the most asinine statement ever to have escaped from that delicate mouth of yours, my dear. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Look at me. Look at me. Junior's fate would be. I wonder. It seems obvious to me, my dear, they would not treat him so kindly. I'm afraid he would suffer terribly. No! There, there, my sweet little sister. I can't hear you. Yes. I can't hear you. Yes! 
so she convinces uh, to cover up the murders with her brother uh, just by saying our re- our uh, our offspring that lives in the basement that we feed chicken heads and feet to mm-hmm. uh, might get in trouble. Yep. So uh, you know, it's this movie's really about the love of a mother it and is. the transformation of Virginia over time throughout this movie uh, and how much a mo- mother will go go through to yeah. save her kids. I've never heard the phrase delicate mouth before. Yeah, I never, and I'll never use it to describe my sister. <laughs> oh. oh, that delicate well, mouth of yours. Jeremy's definitely got a delicate mouth. Am I right, Jeremy? Hey. So, uh, <laughs> Shortly after that, it sets the stage for our final uh, our final act here, where uh, uh, Jennifer is getting dropped off by her boyfriend. Um, she uh, enters the house. She can't find any of the dead bodies. They all seem to be missing. She eventually wanders her way into the basement, where uh, she sees Sweet Ernest working on the HVAC, as you do on a Friday night. You know. Uh, by you the t- way, by the way, when I when I meet Mountain Man, they always. Uh, compliment me on my pretty mouth. That is true. That is true. I think so, my penis just went inside my body. He locks her down in the basement saying he's going to go, I, I don't have the right screws. Can you hold this for 20 minutes? And then uh-huh. she realizes that she's locked down in there. As she gets to the crawl space window, she finds that her uh, uh, friends are dead and very uh, buried in a shallow grave, a very shallow grave, because the faces are still exposed with just a layer of light dirt on top. Um, and in her horror, she stumbles on a trash pile where our monster is revealed and it is just it's just it's just a it's just a retarded man it's just uh now this guy is played by um junior's played by steven first from uh the movie uh probably most famously known from animal house uh, uh pretty much this, pretty much the same as uh, uh saying elsewhere yes so. yes and it, it there, listen all he does and when I say, is there prosthetic makeup used? Maybe just a hair, like a mole or two, and a, a wig that makes his hair look stringy. He's wearing a dirty wife beater and white. I want to call them tidy whiteies, but they ain't tight. It's got a lot of sag in the ass area, and all he does is just move around and go. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a lot. It's just a lot of him shaking and going. I love how the only only thing that could have made this better was two versions of uh, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, they do kind of look like Lil Devil. He does look a little like a a mini Lil Devil from uh, Nothing But Trouble, for sure. Nothing But Trouble, but they actually speak English. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, it does everything in this movie, but like he does everything but this. It's just everything that you can imagine a 
<laughs> a man of special, a special Olympian could do in this type of situation. Um, but he quickly makes friends uh, with the sweet Jennifer by uh, smelling her hair um, and trying to put the hair on his hair. <laughs> um, but she apparently doesn't like that, and he doesn't react well to it. <laughs> Fucking sis incel. <laughs> Oh man, I think I lost internet connection for just a brief moment here. So it's just Mike, me, and Mike Quinlan. Yep. But I like that um, I call him Junior. Like his name is Junior. Yeah, he is. He's he, so this is Ernest the second. Yeah, yeah. This, is, <laughs> this is Ernest. This is, this is my son Junior. This is Junior. Um, let me just tell you, he loves. Uh, he doesn't like crayons as much and coloring as much as he just likes eating them and inserting them into his nose one after another, oh, which horrific. is what you know you like to do. You never inserted a crown into your nose? I don't. As a child. Honestly, I don't think I've ever been penetrated by a crayon. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, oh, you know what? That's a lie. I used to eat them all the time. I did, I'm sorry about that. No, not in my nose though. <laughs> uh, you know, when I was a when I was a in sixth grade, we had um, our shop class was called Tech Ed. Okay? Oh, nice. And uh, in technical education, uh, we had to make uh, a balsa wood plane. Oh, you know, balsa love wood, it. Very, yeah, absolutely. Very, very soft light. wood, very right? light and uh, supple. As we and uh, my friend Mark, I watched him uh, at lunchtime after we made these things. He ate every bit of this like the two plane? foot by two foot plane. Dude, I used to it was eat, amazing. I used to eat napkins all the time as a kid. <laughs> That makes a lot of. I used to yeah. love love to eat napkins in class. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that does say a lot about me. Thanks for pointing out that actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Ernest uh, finally returns to. Oh, there is also this scene where uh, Sweet Junior, or as I like to call him, Ernest the Second, comes over and he offers her a uh, uh, a teddy bear, and he's like, "Look at this stuffing like this," and then he. She doesn't like it, and so he puts it in his underpants and then just kind of twinkle toes off. (laughs) It's like the same way Forrest Gump ended. It's like the same way Forrest Gump ended. Oh, God. Yeah, they should. It would be great if Ernest had been like, is. Is he is he like me? And then Junior just slaps the shit out of his sister and fucks her. <laughs> wow. There you go. Is he like me? He's like, no, Dad, I could bag a girl with AIDS. Um. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So Ernest returns and he's not and you find out Junior's very scared of him. He goes to hide back under his trash pile. Of course. Um and then take care of Jennifer, but when Virginia intervenes in the murder of Jennifer uh to try to save her life, this motherfucker goes full juggernaut, stands up and just goes <laughs> knocks him through a fucking mm-hmm. armoire and like just he's literally just becomes full on nobody touches my mom yeah it's a juggernaut bitch and it is what? fucking wild um she then goes um Virginia then uh Ernest gets back up and pleads like hey it's just a game we're having fun and then shh, he's about to get killed by him and he gets uh he's able to turn the tide with the most deadly weapon in the entire world a board with a nail sticking uh, out of it. It, it just fucking yep. plinks it into his temple as we just hear him go. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Virginia's not happy about this. You hurt my baby boy, but Ernest has got to take care of Jennifer, who's now fleeing since all of this has gone down, right? So he goes to follow her out to the chicken coop. From the chicken coop, she starts to go and flee across things uh, there. And uh, all of a sudden, for no reason at all, the boyfriend shows back up. He's just like, you know, I got to tell her how much I love her. This is his time to shine. I can finally save her from the killer. You know what happens? Yeah, he hit her with a wooden shoe. He takes fucking three or four steps and his knee gives out. <laughs> bone on bone. I told you, bone on bone. This fucking loser who's like, I can play in the NFL again. I can't walk. I can't outrun a, a woman and a 60-year-old man right now. And my knee immediately blew out when I tried. So, um, so I, didn't, I didn't see that coming. I can't lie to you. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. So uh, as... As uh, uh, the hatchet-wielding Ernest uh, closes in, he's about to fucking slam down and finally kill sweet Jennifer. We hear this right here. And sweet Virginia with the double-barrel shotgun goes mm-hmm. ahead and puts two pairs of buck right in the back of uh, of uh, Ernest, uh, essentially ending his life. And what I would like to say here, and I do have a little clip, um, we've now seen Virginia. Um, she started off as a as a daughter, uh, has become uh, a wife of incest and, and given uh, uh, birth to an incestual child. And now at the age of, uh, you know, now in her 40s or so now, she has finally learned a love of the Second Amendment and guns. I would say this entire movie, she has gone from Virginia to West Virginia. Oh, I'm sorry. West Virginia, mountain mama. The full transformation oh, into West Virginia. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to tread on that earlier. No, um, no, no. It's cool. Can I ask you a question? How aren't you going to get sued for using that? <laughs> uh, you just wait till somebody asks us uh, to stop. Lo- just, nice. Just okay. do that. That's I do. I'll tell you what. I love a nice cease and desist order. Yeah. What are we going to do? Oh, they take it down on one episode? <laughs> no, Suck dude. You, get, you, get, you know what, dude? You want to put things on your walls? Put on cease and desist orders. And usually if you do like like a couple seconds, uh, it should be good. And right. I added enough gunshot. I probably won't get, uh, oh, good. get flagged. Good. I mean, I'm going to rat you out, but it's cool. Well, Whatever. thanks for that. <laughs> uh, that uh... I, can, I can do a version of uh, the, the song, just make it a little different. Nobody can tell the difference. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not Bob John Denver. <laughs> Bob Denver. Yeah. But, <laughs> I'm Bob a, Denver. <laughs> what if Gilligan did sing that song, dude? Skipper! Uh, but that brings us to an end of uh, of the unseen. Uh, as sweet Virginia holds her, her special needs boy in her arms, dying as the credits roll. The end. Jennifer's alive. Her useless one-time athlete boyfriend uh, is the only thing she's got left who didn't help save her at all. Um, and that brings us to an end. Ashley, your final thoughts on the unseen. I love it. Um, the only thing I would change is the ending is I wish Virginia got to have like her last words 
which I think it should be right before she shoots Ernest. She's like, now it's my time to shoot my load. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Nice. Uh, Jeremy, your final thoughts on the unseen. Uh, I put it in the top three of uh, retarded children between uh, uh, Leatherface and uh, the the Goonies, the Goonies uh, guy that uh, tries to fight his mother uh, on the uh, pirate ship. Okay, so. yeah, I buy that. I buy that. Because um, he, dro- he dropped her on the head! Yeah, yeah. Uh, you dropped me! Uh, he had actual lines. This guy's far more uncommunicative. I wish they, I think to make it more realistic, they should have added a couple of train sets downstairs. Mike Quinlan, your final thoughts on the unseen? Uh, I use the term intellectually delayed. That's the term that I use. <laughs> for my comedy. Um, you know what I wanted? I actually wanted them to show us like nine months down the road and her having a baby. Oh, another baby, yeah. but with, with her incestuous yes. child? Yes, So like a like a real multiplicity, a copy of a copy of a copy where yep. they just get a little bit yeah. dimmer each time? Yep. I, don't, I don't hate that. that. You know? That's a strong thing. Uh, we, we should make that movie. Sorry, there's a motorcycles going past. Sorry. <laughs> We we should make that movie and call it Incestion. Incestion. <laughs> this, is, this, this is just like this is just like Stern. Instead of having a, a, a different host, uh, uh, your 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 buddy Schlegel has a. Uh, his own child is actually uh, special needs. Yes. Okay. You had a lot of ideas in that yeah. sentence right there. Yeah. There's a lot he, of ideas. Is the sound sound like yes yes he does do that a lot for sure um i uh i overall love the unseen I, I i've never inappropriately laughed at the end of a movie as much as i did at here i mean i didn't laugh at all in the last half hour no, I, he literally just does like the ultimate warrior like for like 30 minutes at the end of this movie and i could not stop fucking crying at how tasteless it was and uh, I highly recommend it if you'd like to watch it out there it's free if you have the Shudder uh, streaming service it is currently available on Shudder so go and check that out um, Michael what do you got coming up I know the second Saturday shit show with Ashley is yes. the 11th so go yep. and get your tickets for that but what's on the uh, what's on the horizon from there um, I have a show down at Checker Spot Brewing on March 25th with Kyrie Creek um, Bussy is coming to the Auto Bar for your debut at the Auto Bar, the world famous punk rock club. We're trying to talk Jeremy into coming as the clown. I yeah, well, we'll, we'll I'm sure he. I mean, he's so busy. I but, don't know if we'll be able to get him, but, but we'll this, try. But this, but this weekend is the most important part right now because Ashley is coming to kick ass and headline at the Auto Bar. That's um, great. Yep, yeah, with Luke Dolan, Tom Nutty, Matt Hurley, and Hannah Alden Jeffrey. Um, Ashley, I know you're up this Sunday, but uh, this Saturday, but what else do you got on the horizon, girlfriend? Yes, I mean, again, just reiterate March 11th, 8 p.m., be at the auto bar for me. That's important. Um, March 15th, I'm back with Tom Nutty in Hanover, PA. We're doing an all women's lineup that's going to be amazing. Um, and then I am headlining 
Arts, a venue in Easton, Maryland, on March 18th. Yep. Hell yeah. Check all that shit out. You can get all things Eric Comedy at ericcomedy.com. There's links to my socials and all that bullshit on there. That's Eric with a K, comedy with a C. Um, and go check out the second Saturday shit show. Longtime Boom. friend of the show. Thank you. Jeremy, take us out of here. Hey, you guys. You never go full time. Ha, 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 ha.